Turn it up. Get ready. You're tuned in to VO Buzz Weekly. Weekly. The show where aspiring voice actors, established VO pros, and curious fans alike get to meet and learn from the mega successful talent in voiceover. Hear their personal stories. Find out how they became so successful. Learn their secrets and join them at the top. I'm Stacey J. And I'm Chuck Duran. Welcome to an awesome new episode of VO Buzz Weekly. That's right. And you Robotech fans and Mighty Morphin Power Ranger mm-hmm. fans, we have Tony Oliver on the show today. You're going to love it. AKA Rick Hunter. Let's talk to him right now. Our guest's impressive career has spanned more than 25 years. He is a director, writer, producer, teacher, and just an all-around amazing guy. He's known for his work in Robotech, Naruto, Bleach, and he helped create, produce, and write the iconic show, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. I want to do the stance. Holy Toledo. (laughs) We are so excited to get buzzed with the super talented and awesome Tony Oliver. Thank I think you. that deserves I think I a, a need round to, of applause. I think I need to raise my prices. <laughs> I think you should. You know, I can't believe you're still working for 50 bucks, man. This is ridiculous. Uh, dude, i got to tell you something. In fact, we were just talking about this a little while ago, but I want you all to hear this. So a little while back, we put a, f- a post on Facebook saying, okay, who would you like to see on VO Buzz Weekly in the coming few months here? And we got like 30 comments on that wow. that all said, in a row, not sporadic, but in a row, mm-hmm. Tony Oliver, Tony Oliver, Tony Oliver. Wow. And I'm like, I think Tony Oliver like reached out to all his friends and said, no. hey, can you go post on this, my name? But it I works. Don't know. It no, worked. No, I didn't. It <laughs> worked. That's basically why you're here. But no, no, you have a lot of people out there that really, really just love you because, A, you're a great guy, you're super talented, Thanks. and you really, really give back to the community, mm-hmm. which is why you're here, really. Yes. Um, we love you're our people. kind of people. Absolutely, Thanks. man. So... Um, we're going to ask you some questions. Okay. You're going to give us some answers. And, uh, <laughs> are you ready? Are you, are you ready? I am ready. He is ready. Um, Here we go. Your background, because you're all over the map. Yeah. I've never met anybody who does <laughs> as much as you do. Jack of all trades, right? master of none. Well, <laughs> you're all over the map. But you originally started uh, in um, stage acting, mm-hmm. right? So give us a little back story of how that came about and then how you transitioned everything into where you are today which with voiceover. Well, I mean, I, I, I discovered performing when I was really young in elementary school. I got to sing, it's an old story, but I got to sing the solo in the Christmas you know, for choir, and it yeah. was Silver Bells, uh-huh. and uh, and I sang it. I've always had a, a, a reasonably decent singing voice, and I got a standing O. Wow. And I went, I like uh-huh. this. <laughs> so, oh, wait, uh, I've got another one. Yeah, so later on I got involved in, you know, drama in school and mm. went to Cal State Northridge Teenage Drama Workshop, which is where I met my wife, and... And um, that worked out. Yeah, it did work wow. out. Wow. Um, and uh, and just I, I just embarked on. Uh, I just decided a professional uh, acting career is what I wanted. And the where you start, especially if you're in Los Angeles, is on the stage. Yeah. So I started doing theater all over town. Beautiful. And um, and did a bunch of musicals and a few plays and. And, uh, and it's there, still is, it's still my first love. I'm still yeah. doing that sort of oh, stuff. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. And is there is there a particular 
uh, player musical that you did that kind of really stands out as maybe a favorite? Um, wow. I've done a bunch. No, th th there was a there was a musical that I, I was involved in early on. Uh, it was an original musical called Poof. It was a children's musical, and I got to play the lead. I was actually musical director for the first run, and then when it ran mm -hmm. again, um, I, I played the lead, and that really was my favorite. I, I you know, it's and because uh, it, it was original, I got to create the character. That's cool. The music was great. The kids really liked it. It had an adult bent to it, so even the adults liked it. So between that and I just last year did Cabaret, which wow. I had never done. Yeah, I got what to play. What an amazing her. show! And it was a, an, a, it was the best reviewed show I've ever been in, mm. and um, and I got to play Herr Schultz, and it was just a wonderful production of a show that was is really hard to do. So mm -hmm. it's something that I've always kind of stayed away from. Yeah, but, you know, it was yeah. wonderful. We were we did it in San Francisco and. And then we ran down here for a few weeks. That's fantastic, fantastic. man. Yeah. Really, really cool. Well, I love that you are still working your chops and you're and, and, and obviously with theater there's no take two. No. You are in it, you have to make it work. What do you think as far as your theater background, how that's helped you in the voiceover side? Well, the basis well, the basis of all voiceover is acting. I mean, mm -hmm. you know, people think that voice acting is funny voices. But it's not. It's acting while you're doing funny voices. Yeah. Exactly. So, and, and the basis of all of that is theater. So, first and foremost, it gets me back to fundamentals. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I have to create a character. It has to live in the real world. Um, I can't phone it in. There's an audience right. that paid to see it. Right. There's, um, and that has a direct relationship with how well I do in the booth, mm -hmm. how well I direct now. Um, and every time I do a show, I get better at the other stuff. So I, I'm not sure exactly how the connection works, mm -hmm. except that it really forces me to focus back on the craft itself. Right. And I think that's right. why. Right. That's good. So yeah. I took you on a tangent, and we're coming back. Uh, Ways brought us back. <laughs> yeah. um, so how did you how did you get your first break in voiceover? I lied. <laughs> no, okay. no, really. Okay, this just is not what we should do. No, no, this is a time where you take out the pens because there's some I good really story here. I really like to not edit you, Tony, but technically, if you're going to tell people why. No. no, technically, I didn't lie. Um, <laughs> technically, I didn't lie. <laughs> I, I was, I, I had been, uh, I had been searching for work. I had done a few movies, spit parts in movies. I was terrible on camera. Terrible. I won't even tell you what I was in. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but, uh, but I was doing well on stage, and I just did a little touring children's theater show, which made me no money. I was going broke. And mm -hmm. I was desperate for work, so I answered an ad in what then was called Dramalog. It's now called Backstage, Dramalog, yeah. now Backstage yeah. West. Mm -hmm. And uh, they were looking for uh, people who could do uh, voices that were under 18, but were over 18 because of the labor laws. Right. Sure. And they had to have ADR experience. I had done a student film a year before that I was in, and I had to... You I thought had, they meant ADD. No, no, no. Right? <laughs> <laughs> that would have been better. Okay. <laughs> um, no, I, I, uh, and I had actually looped one line on the, on a, to a tape recorder while it was rolling on the movieola, so it really wasn't technically ADR. <laughs> yeah. uh, but I, so I felt that was that was enough to You're say like, I yes, I've done, yes, done that. And it was okay. a little. Um, they were they were looking for a group to to do background walla bits and walla on um, on a Louis Mall film. Bits and walla is the little background conversations that yes. like in the restaurant when the foreground scene's happening. Yeah, um, and they liked me. So they took me into another room and auditioned me for this animated thing. And um, and the silly people gave me the lead. <laughs> it's like I'd never done any of this before. It was called The Sea Prince and the Fire Child. It was actually yeah. just re-released about two years ago. Wow. And, um, and uh, it was my first four, and it was a beautiful, beautiful Sanrio yeah. film. And, um, and that ended up on television. And so about a year and a half later, I got a phone call. Are you the guy that did this? Yeah, well, come mm -hmm. in. And I had a paid audition 
which was really weird. Wow. Where I actually did a job. It was a small one. And uh, and they called me up a few days later and said, we loved you. Uh, we're going to do this little thing. It's this three-episode thing for VHS. It's it's called Macross. It's not going anywhere. <laughs> and so we did it. And um, and a few weeks later, said, hi, we sold the series. And it's now called Robotech. And uh, and you need to be at work next Friday. I mean, it was like that. Wow. And that's pretty much where the career started. And Rick Hunter was born. Rick Hunter was born. Wow. Rick Hunter, wow. That is so um, cool. So man. have you stopped lying since then? Yes, Tony? I don't have to anymore. Okay, see. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why I technically he does You know, I like to always kind of end up on the upside. So the good news is. <laughs> yeah, that's what he did. He learned how to do everything. Producing, so direct, writing, all that stuff, anymore. so that he wouldn't have to lie. <laughs> well, that's called fear of eviction. Yeah, can you do this? Of course I can. <laughs> fear of eviction. <laughs> yeah, oh, you want it. your key to still work. Yeah, when you put I it really in the like lab. having a place to live. Yeah, that's these nice, are yeah. these are you know when the stakes are high, you do what yeah. you got to do. Absolutely, yeah. I man. love it. So Tony, anime. Mm. Mm. Um, it is a huge genre that you work in, you act in, direct in, write in. For people that don't know. What are the skill sets that you need to have to be really competitive? Because it is a very... Yeah, fortunately it wasn't when I first got into it. Nobody knew what it was. Um, There was maybe 12 of us doing it in town. (laughs) No, the skill set, it's the same as anything. And, and, you know, if you're going on camera on stage, the the basic skill set is is the ability to act, to create Mm -hmm. a character realistically and convey emotion and and tie the car- tie the audience into the whole thing. Right. So that's first and foremost. That's why I t- you know tell people you, you got to be an actor first. Um, the, the the ability to use your voice again. That's why the stage work is so important. The mm-hmm. ability because the microphone microphone everybody thinks the microphone is going to make me sound louder, but it really doesn't. You know if if it it just picks up what you give it, and if you sound too loud or too close, it doesn't sound right. So you have to be able to project, even though you're in a little room. So mm-hmm. imagination is helpful to be yep. able to kind of create mm-hmm. a, a scenario around you mm-hmm. that makes it real. Um, and a lot of tenacity, because it takes a long time. It's, it's unlike the, uh, the film business, which is kind of open to auditions. I mean, it's an off, I did the cattle calls for years. I under, you know, it's, it's not a great way to live, but at least there's a way in. Right. Voiceovers is, tends to be kind of a cliquish thing so yeah. uh, so you have to kind of really work it and work it and keep practicing and mm-hmm. and doing what you can to get in the door so skill set of networking is really good mm-hmm. I, I, you know I, I it didn't used to be that way but now it's yeah. a, it's essential yeah. yeah essential yeah so meeting the right people and and and, and clicking with the groups that are doing certain yeah they're, they're moving up on their own right. I have a lot of I want to that's one of the things I teach in my classes is that you guys need to network in fact I make everybody trade information who wants to I mean I don't make yeah, them yeah, yeah. because and I've watched these groups of people actors my the, the earliest group I taught have all kind of moved up together yeah. helping each other out along the way that's cool uh, when my son got out of film school my son's a filmmaker when he got out of film school same thing he networked and. And he's maybe seven years out of film school now. He's working on a, on a Coen Brothers movie. Mm-hmm. So it's, and he did that with good work and networking. Right. So right. that's really an important right. thing. Right. Very cool. Um, well, what what are what are the differences though for some people that may not know? What are the essential differences between anime and say animation? Well, oh uh, yeah, technique and how you approach the characters a little different. Um, anime, first of all. Uh, the storytelling is different. The storytelling in in, 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 J- in Japan tends to be a little more what you don't say is is as important as what you do. Right. So you're constantly playing subtext. Um, and when you're on stage, that's great. You got your face. When you're on camera, it's great. You got your eyes. But when you're on the microphone, you, you have to do it subtly with your voice. So right. 
um, understanding that. So that's the big deal. Also, the way we record is different. In, in, uh, in original American animation, uh, the characters are a little bit more superficial. Yeah. Not, not so much as buried. There's subtext, but not as, it's not yeah. as important. And also, everybody generally works in the room together. So mm -hmm. when you're, you know, I, I did a cartoon about two years ago called Gurmiti, uh, and there was eight or ten of us in the room every day, and we, and we did, it was like a play reading. So right. it's great, you get to work yeah. off of other people. Yeah. But you're also creating out of nothing. Because yeah. you you really have to invent the yeah. whole scenario, and then the animation it. gets created the animation after. after. Mm -hmm. In anime, the the animation exists already in Japanese. Right. Somebody has to adapt it and make it all fit right. the mouth, and then one person at a time. We go in the booth one at a time, and you have to interpret what you see. So you're watching it. You're watching as you're it, acting and so it. We, we review in Japanese, and then you interpret and adapt it as an actor. Mm -hmm. So. Some of your choices are already made as an actor. Yeah, You're, you know you don't right, have to make those right. choices, but you have to figure out how to make that actor's choices real for you. Mm. So it's a, it's it's a lot of this. <laughs> you know? It's a lot of that. <laughs> yeah. So so it's it's different. I would say yeah. that, you, that it's more you, difficult. Actually. It's more you difficult. Have to really yeah. You really know, have to know what you're doing. Yeah, and Otherwise, you have to totally get out. out of your head to do it. Because mm -hmm. cool, the man. minute you're hearing beeps and there's pictures and TV, you know, it, yeah. it, there's a lot going on. You have to be able to really focus. Really, on really it. focus. That's cool, man. And do you still have the freedom to create your own characters, like in anime, like voice-wise? It depends on the show. Okay. It really depends on the producer in the show. Most, most of the producers want you to be close to the character, not necessarily the voice. Okay. So we're never mm -hmm. casting voice. We're always casting character. I see. Um, on anything that's comedic, we have a lot more leeway. Because okay. comedy is so cultural, it has to be that way or it won't work. Yeah. Right. Uh, the heavy dramas, we usually have to really stick to what right. What was originally written. Right, cool. Right on, man. Yeah. That's pretty neat. It's fun. Pays right? the bills. Yeah, yeah, pay, yeah, yeah. pays um, the bills. True or false, Tony? Yeah. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. You might have to lie on this one. Okay. <laughs> yeah. The truth is encouraged. <laughs> You are on IMDb's top 20 anime voice actors of all time list. Yeah, that, that was kind of fun. Is it true? Uh, yes. <laughs> I would like to think You're so. You're presently number 11, but. Just yeah, did you know same. that? You're 11 out of 10. Really? I moved up one. You moved up one. <laughs> there you go, right? Uh, so that's pretty neat, man. It was funny yeah. because I actually read that and then I went to check it out. <laughs> I went to the I'm like, there's no no way. Yeah. I thought you liked to be surprised. Yeah, it I was do. such a It was a big surprise to me because yeah. I, I didn't know. Somebody sent me a, an email, said, did you know that? So I checked it out, and it was a big honor. I mean, the, the names on that list are Absolutely. amazing. You are amazing. an awesome so, company. They have the top company. 20 yeah. men and the top 20 women, and yeah. um, and it's always fluctuating, but you've, you know, you, you're, you've been in there. What was lovely about it you're is solid. that there were people from the old, you know, some of the old school folks, yep. some of the people that were already in the business long mm -hmm. when I first got in it, so yeah. some of them are represented. Right, right. So it was a nice, I thought that was really nice of It them was nice, really, and you yeah. have people like Crispin Freeman, yeah. Sam Regal, yeah. you know, people that Who are. Who are crossovers, mm -hmm. yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, congratulations. Thank I mean, you. Absolutely, man. That's um, something. Did they give you a trophy for that? No, no. I didn't. Like I said, somebody emailed Damn. me, and I went and looked it up, and, oh, it's true. We should have, like, <laughs> you can have an apple when we're done. That's your trophy. Okay. All right? Okay. We'll each well, take a bite of it and say, here, congratulations. Listen, <laughs> anymore, if you're on a list on the internet, sometimes they're not good lists. Yeah, so no, I know, right? This is yeah, a very, very well-deserved and respected list. Um, well, thanks. It was a big validation for yeah. a lot of years yeah. of doing this. So. Well, you not only act, and you also direct, you know, animate video games. As a director, put that hat on at the moment. Your hair's gonna get messed up because you're changing hats a lot here. Um, what are some things that you see talent do that are good and some things that are not so good in a, in a 
whether it's in an audition setting, a callback setting, mm -hmm. or in a, an actual session setting? That's what a are, great question. Um, take your time. There are a lot of people watching that yeah. do not get to be in the situation. Well, it's so it, kind of counterintuitive. The, mm -hmm. the, the thing that, that, that I have the toughest time with, with, with young actors especially, uh, either in an audition or especially their first role, first or second role, mm -hmm. is that they, they get into their head. They get nervous. They get, they, and, and what they do to compensate is really try hard. Because all these, every, look, when I was a young actor, you really try, you really want to make it, you want to work with these people, and, and so you try hard, and that's probably the worst thing you can do, mm -hmm. is to try too hard. I mean, yeah. really, to because you, you kind of have to just do, and the only way you can just do is to relax and just do yeah. it. Yeah. So that's the first thing, is just relax okay. and have fun, enjoy. The more fun the actor's having with the character, the more fun the audience is having. Mm -hmm. um, coming in, with the, uh, 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 another thing that I see, coming in with kind of a, a fixed way in which they're gonna play a character. Mm -hmm. um, in anime especially, you know, we really have to play what's already on the screen. So when I have an actor come in going, I'm gonna play it this way, well, you really can't say yeah. that because we need to yeah. you know, uh, accommodate the other actor. Uh, same thing in auditions, uh, an actor will come in and he's worked on it and, he, you know, and they really got it down. And if I'm auditioning a new actor especially, I'm gonna throw a weird direction on him. Because I want to see if they'll take the direction, even though they don't agree with mm -hmm. it. Right. And if they're too fixed, then I, 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 I'm afraid to bring exactly. them in. Because what if I need to make yeah, a change? You yeah, need yeah. flexibility. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. What I like is when they come in early. Nice. Prepared and awake. Mm -hmm. <laughs> awake. Awake is a good Already one. fed. I, I can't tell you how many people come into the booth and, well, let me let me get a, I know in between gigs, let me get a quick, you know, Oh, Lord. I hate that. Plus, it sounds bad on microphone. Yeah. Um... But more to the point, the actors that come in looking for a collaborate to work together. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's not just them, it's not just me. Um, I like to direct actors, I like them to bring something to the table and then let me help shape that. Right. Rather than playing it the way I'm gonna play it. Right. So um, if, if you're flexible to that, then I think the, that's half the battle right mm. there. That's, that's cool. awesome, yeah. so. love it. What are some of your favorite characters that you've voiced? Oh, um, well, you know, in the, in the favorite character realm, I think I've got three basic ones, and that's Rick, because it was my first. Mm -hmm. and, uh, can you he, give us a little example of Rick? Rick is me, but a lot younger. I'm not sure if I can still do the voice. <laughs> I, I watched an episode of... Is that Rick right there? Are we no, listening no. to Rick? No, Rick, yeah. is, Rick is up here. Okay. Oh, Min May, please come. I'm such a wuss. Please come save me. You know, that's so he's basically Rick. like young, so this young, is young Rick Yeah, Hunter except I didn't have to push my voice up exactly. back then. It was actually came there. out like that. Yeah. Um, the pinch next... him, pinch him a little, we'll get yeah, him up, we'll him. get you up there, <laughs> <laughs> whatever it takes. Uh, the next was uh, Harry from Gungrave. It's an anime mm. called Gungrave, he's my first villain. And uh, he's a young guy who, um, who grows up wanting to be a, 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 a gangster, but not in the street sense, more in the mafia mm. sense what of the word. What did he sound mm -hmm. like? Um, is me. Just oh, with totally a, you. Just me with a bit of a swagger. Okay. So, uh, and the hard part was to make him likable, and yet he's a murderer. Whoa. Oh, so he had to yes. play, and that was really hard to do. Yeah. I have a problem with that every day, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't? <laughs> exactly. And the third one is Lupin. Lupin the third. Mm -hmm. um, it's the first comedy I did, and uh, Lupin is really a cartoon voice. It, it's really the first cartoon voice I ever got to do, where, and it's pretty much Bugs Bunny and Jack Benny yeah. kind of mm -hmm. mashed together. Maybe it's because I like to say it, but like Bang Shishigami. Bang. Bang was my favorite game yeah. character. Yeah. What a fun game. I had what no idea game. I was doing that part. Really? Literally, I walked out of the studio, out of Studio One, 
And they had told me, we, we had a part for you in the game. When you're done with your directing your session, please go in the other, and we're, mm -hmm. we're going to voice it. Yeah. And they pulled me into the booth. They threw a script in front of me. We were I was running behind, so we got to move quickly. So I really didn't read the script at all. Mm -hmm. I was just reading as we went. And I got to the bottom of the page. We were doing a full page at a time, which is fairly rare, by the way, because there's a lot of technical stuff when you're doing a game. But I get to the bottom, and the, and the line at the bottom was, we're going to have a bang spanking good time. And so I'm going down the thing, and bang, she, she got me. We're going to have a bang, spanking good time. And then it dawned on me what I just said. <laughs> and I look over, and the director and the producer have fallen off their chairs laughing. <laughs> and, uh, and then I realize, okay, maybe someone should explain to me what I'm doing here. <laughs> it was a yeah. little weird. It was fun, yeah. though. That's cool, man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, really and there cool. was Obscurio. That's, a... That's from Gormiti. That's mm -hmm. the cartoon I was talking about I did mm -hmm. two years ago. Yeah, yeah. Gormiti, um, I finally saw it. It's on, it's on Hulu, guys. Hulu! <laughs> hey, who knew? Yay! Yeah. I start in season two. I'm in season two and three. Okay, good. Um, yeah, Gourmeti was fun. It was a, it was a role I got um, quite by accident. Another one. I always trip into my mm -hmm. into my best. Yeah, accident have... or lying? Yeah. Ac I, Here's uh, yeah. two things Tony <laughs> Oliver has: the gift of lying. <laughs> Technically not though. And being in the right. And place. And then being at the right place, the right I time. I guess. I guess. Um, yeah, I, I, I had uh, been called in. Um, by uh, the local producer uh, at Studiopolis, Jamie Simone, mm -hmm. uh, to come in and just play a small part. It was uh, the last episode of the first season. They they, they didn't have a pickup yet for the yeah. rest. And uh, it was just this brooding character in the back who mm -hmm. basically talked like this. So uh, so I did it. And, um, and I get a call about six months later. Um, you know that part? He just so happens to be the main villain in season two. So uh, Friday at noon session? <laughs> You're like, oh. And suddenly I I'm in a booth with Sam Regal and Wally wow. Wingert and, and all these, you know, uh, uh, Brian Beacock and um, 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 I forgot her name. Anyway, so <laughs> Kate Higgins, cool. she was right. So mind. cool. So and, great. Um, and I terrified. I was just because I. You were yeah. terrified? Well, because I've done little bit parts yeah. and I've done a lot of anime and video games, but now I'm in a room with, with eight actors who I really respect. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, creating out of whole cloth, and this is a show that's been already going for a season, and I'm yeah. now entering the cast. Yeah. It was intimidating. That's mm -hmm. so And I'm cool. sitting yeah. next to Wally Winger, who can be intimidating. Yep. <laughs> now, he's a nice guy. It isn't he's that he's totally mean, nice but guy. he's yeah. so good at what he does. Yeah, yeah. 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 You know. Well, I think, just to backtrack a little, several, I hear from you several things that you have gotten these amazing breaks on. Obviously, your, your talent got you there, but that you didn't have a huge investment. It was just like, I'm just doing it. I'm not overthinking it. And you just, you went in and did your thing and moved on. It took and me nearly 20 years to learn how yeah. to do that, to just calm down mm -hmm. right, and just, just do what I'm trained to do. Yeah. So it's yeah. it's a long, for those of you who are up to it, it's a long process yeah. to, to, yeah. to kind of get to it. But the sooner you start, the sooner you'll get and there. And getting on a stage yeah. a lot, I'm going to keep pounding this, yeah. getting on a stage a lot helps in that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because you conquer some fears. Yeah, because yeah. you have to. You yeah. have to, exactly. Well, that's funny you say that, because you're getting on a stage. Yes, I am. <laughs> nice segue. You... That was nice. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Why don't you tell us a little bit about you uh, getting that on a stage song, here? That song, Smooth Operator, was written about me. No. <laughs> um, Yes, tell us about your show that you have. What is it? Love, Sex, and Love, the IRS? Love, Sex, and the IRS. Mm -hmm. uh, we're opening January 9th and going through the 18th at Sweet. the Bindlestiff Studio in San Francisco. That would be 2015. 15. Coming up in about a month. Yeah, so if you're watching this in 2018, 
already happened. Yeah. Well, if it's still running then, <laughs> then we're, yeah. Then I'm in trouble because I don't live in San Francisco. <laughs> <laughs> then Tony doesn't live here anymore. Um, that's yeah, it's exciting. a week in a hotel for so, me. Oh, gosh. So tell us more about that. So well, first of all, how can people get tickets? Let's QVC it. I love the QVC. Okay, it's the tribeproductions.org. Okay. And that'll take you to whatever links because okay. we have a link and Gold, Gold Star is another place you can mm-hmm. do it. It's uh, it's Love, Sex, and the IRS, Bindlestiff Studio, San Francisco, January 9th through the 18th, awesome. 2015. Um, it's great. It's a, This is the fifth show I've done with this company. It's the Tribe Productions and uh, it was actually started by my daughter about oh, five years ago. Wow, so cool. And, uh, and I hadn't done theater in a long time except for I, I do little benefits here and there mm-hmm. for friends who have theater companies. And um, and she asked me to be in their first show. So how do you say no to your daughter? So we you did do, the fa- you can't. We did the Fantastics. We did it for Hollywood Fringe Festival, wow. and it did really well. We won awards, and wow. I've just been working with them ever since. Fantastic. So cool, man. So she's producing this one, actually. Beautiful. Awesome. Yeah. Well, here's a awesome, round awesome. of applause yeah. for your daughter. Yay, yeah, talented yeah. family. Yes. Talented we love family. It. We love it. Talent, you you passed it on, Tony. <laughs> yes, I, on. and I apologize to them every day. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it makes Hopefully for fun. Hopefully, just a good habits, not so many. <laughs> makes of the for bad fun ones. family dinners, right? Exactly. Um, well, yeah, because my son's in the movie business, so even that conversation. <laughs> and your wife is a saint. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> she has been. Yeah. Thank you, honey. I love it. <laughs> That's love so great. It. So Tony's done something really, really cool. He's put a little list for you guys. I think it's a top five of mm-hmm. something that you need to in order something to get something. something. There you go. And we haven't heard it yet, but we're excited yeah. about hearing. Will you share with us your your top five list or whatever it is that you Yeah, have? it's uh, the top five things that a uh, young voice actor in the business needs to pay attention to. There you to, go. Okay? okay. So the first thing is get trained. Take acting classes. Yes. Get on theater. Look, you don't have to go, you don't have to spend $300 a week and do Uta Hagen or the Actors mm-hmm. Studio or anything like that. Just something that gets you in with other people working and training, you know, once or twice a month mm-hmm. at the very least. Uh, go to community college. That's the best place. Take an acting class. It's going to be once or twice a week. Beautiful. You're maybe not going to get the best training in the planet, but you're going to get you're going to get up on the stage. And the point yeah. is practicing with some guidance from people that supposedly know what they're doing. Um, I like to supposedly. Play. Well, there's a difference <laughs> yeah, between know, academic and, know. You know, yes. and, and professional, yes. but but nevertheless, it, it's it's really important. Mm-hmm. So get trained, uh, take that part of it seriously. I have too many actors who have come in. There are actors now that I that I'm working with that that started as voice actors, never had any training, and now they're realizing mm. it and backtracking and taking yeah. training from me yeah. and other people in order yeah. to get the acting chops up. Mm-hmm. So that's important. Number two, get your voice in good shape. Um, there's a lot. There's a lot you can do, but mostly it's learn how to breathe. Mm. Um, all the projection, all of all of that stuff that you hear people do with their voices, requires a lot of control of their air and projection. So if you really want to 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 be able to make your voice really work and be effective, you have to be able to breathe. So you can take vocal production classes at the community college. Every theater department has it. Mm-hmm. If you sing, take singing lessons. Join a choir. Anything that gets you breathing, if you play horns, practice a lot because that you have to breathe. Martial arts, same thing. Key eyes, same, mm-hmm. same breathing you yeah. have to do there. So um, that's, the, that's the next important. Third is understand why you're doing this. Um, if you want to be rich, this isn't the profession for you. I mean, there's a couple people that got rich doing this. Uh, one of them died a few years ago. <laughs> but most people don't get rich. You can mm-hmm. you can make a good living at it, but you're not going to get rich. So if you're going to do it for that, if you were doing it for fame, very few voice actors get famous. Um, very few actors get famous. Yeah. And uh, I'm a little famous. Uh, I do conventions and do the mm-hmm. personal appearances stuff, and it's a lot of fun. But none of it's real. 
uh, fame and celebrity has to do with people's perceptions of your of a part you played, yeah. not mm -hmm. you personally, and it gets in the way. So fame is, and you can't put fame in the bank. Well, as I say, it fame and rich are not you. together yeah. necessarily. Yeah, you can't. Can you? You can't even sell fame. Can't even sell. It you does. Can't well, sell. it has no monetary value. Yeah. Not really, unless well, you're, unless unless you're, you're selling you're, autographs. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Uh, which I don't do, by the way. Not yet, anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I may have to. Um, so you know, if you want to get rich, you want to get famous. All of those. There's there's faster, better ways to do yeah. it. So make sure that what you're you're going into this because you love it. Mm -hmm. um, you're going to spend ninety percent of your time auditioning, and not actually working. So you better love the process. Yeah. Um, and if you don't, um, your your the percentage of success is going to be very low. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And, and it's going to drive you completely crazy. No matter what, have fun. No matter what you're doing, auditioning, performing, whatever, it's supposed to be fun. If it's not fun, uh, you shouldn't be doing it. If it's not fun, it's a horrible way to live. Yeah. And if it's not fun, the audience isn't having fun. Mm. So focus on fun, especially at auditions. People, so I got to do a good job. I got to get this part. That's how you not get the part. The way you get the part is to be present and have fun and enjoy yourself mm -hmm. and look at it as a moment. You have 15 minutes to play for free. People pay a lot of money to come to my classes. Yeah. To work in a studio at audition, I get to do it for free for 15 minutes. There you mm -hmm. go. So that's cool. That's yeah. fantastic. Um, and finally, um, how do I put this? You got to get a good sense of self. Everybody on the planet is going to tell you that you can't do this, that mm -hmm. you're never going to do this. Um, and uh, I, I think if you've trained, you got your voice together, you're having fun, you're taking this whole process seriously, you'll be able to find that strength of character to go, yeah, thank you for your opinion, but I'm going to go do what I want to do. Literally, I was working at Saban. I, I'd already been there for years. I was a producer already. I, I, I had done a bunch of shows on the air, and we were, uh, I was in the middle of developing an early reality show mm -hmm. with one of the guys from Cops. And I was getting ready to go pitch it at Saban, and my uncle basically said, well, you can't do that. You'll never get that done. Hundreds of thousands of people are trying to get stuff. That's never going to end up. Mm -hmm. It's like, I'm already in the business. And my attitude was, watch me. Um, the show never got on the air, but out of that pitch, I ended up getting Rangers, and that's how. And a year wow. later, I had Power Rangers mm -hmm. on the air. There you go. So you just, you know, you, yeah. you just have to find yeah. that strength to stick with it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and those are the best things you can do. Everything else, everybody else has the same top five list. Yeah. But I think if you do some of that internal work, it's going to be a yeah, lot. That's, more and that, they, uh, yeah. that's my favorite. Yeah. I, I, I always tell people, I mean, I'm a big believer that I'm a dream builder. I don't like killing people's dreams, right? Yeah. Because everybody has dreams. And whenever there's people around that say, oh, you can't do that, or, you know, it's really, mm -hmm. really difficult, or, you know, well, isn't that really, really competitive? There isn't anything in this world That's worth it. doing that isn't. Mm, no. You know what I mean? So it's like, you need to go from, like, what you just said, the love of it. Don't let anybody tell you what you can or can't be, because whatever it is that you want to be, you already are. You just mm. need to do. Yeah. I quoted, that's a Jeff, uh, a, a Jay Britton quote. Yeah. <laughs> I always, look, I always told my kids, find what it is you love and yeah. do that. Mm -hmm. The money will come somehow. Yeah. You mm -hmm. know, you may have to work another job to do it if that's what you love to do. Yeah. But find what you love and do that. And eventually it gets there. Overnight success in this business is five to ten years. Yeah, exactly. That's overnight. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's considered really fast. Exactly. Yeah. So it took me Unless you're roughly Zach. From, from my very... <laughs> Unless you're Zach. Now you are. still in school. <laughs> okay. But um, no, it took me, I think I worked first professionally when I was 17 or 18 years old. 
And I was about 30 when I could finally support myself. So mm -hmm. it was about a 12 or 13 yeah. year journey just to get to the point where yeah. I could Well, I think if, 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 yeah. if you're easily knocked off your dream path, then I think you have to look at that. Yeah. Because, you know, if you really are tenacious and you say, this is what I'm going to do no matter what anyone says around you, that's something. But if you're kind of like, oh, yeah, maybe you're right, then I think you have to maybe look and say, is this a hobby versus a profession? Yeah, yeah. You know? And it's nothing wrong with a hobby. No. Exactly. And I know a lot of people, and I have people that work in my shows that are part-time actors, they exactly. do it as a hobby more, it's extra money for yeah. them and they enjoy yeah. it and that's if it. If it brings them joy, that's perfect yeah. because it's too, it, there's too many ups and downs and downs and ups and that if it's not enough, if you don't love auditioning, if you don't ride through the stuff that's dark, then... then Yeah, it's a tough business and it's not fair. You I mean, don't expect this business to be fair. I mean, yeah. there, are, there are, I've been more than one time where I was at an audition, I, I could see what was going on, I was a clear, clearly the better actor but somebody else got it because of a relationship, because mm -hmm. of whatever. Sure. And there's mm -hmm. nothing wrong with that. That's I've right. gotten parts because I was someone's friend yeah. before. Exactly. Yeah. So it's it all comes up, but it's the business is not fair. It's not, mm -hmm. I've had this question before. You know, once I take this class and get my degree and do this, then I can go to work in that, right? And, yeah, well, it's not linear. You can, but yeah. it's not like an accountant job where you get out of yeah. school, get yourself a job mm -hmm. and work for a company. It doesn't work that way. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's entertainment. I know? wish it worked that way. Nothing in the entertainment business is uh, is a solid, you know. Yeah. You you're just going for it, right? Yeah. Crossing your fingers. Yeah, and remember, it's just a job. Yeah, but it's just a job. It's a fun job. It's a cool job, and sometimes it pays really well. Mm -hmm. But it's it's still a job. There are days I don't want to go to work. I didn't want to go to work yeah. this morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I, I wanted to. I wanted to work on the project I was yeah. working on today. You but just didn't want to get up. I just want to get out of bed. Rainy. It's because it's exactly. raining. That's what it was. Because yeah. you knew what was happening. People <laughs> don't drive well in the rain in yeah. LA. Well, no. with all that said, we know one thing, and that is that luck favors the prepared. Yes. Mm -hmm. So, bottom line is, you got to be great at what you do, and you have to be prepared that when that opportunity comes a knocking, You're ready. that you are ready to mm -hmm. kick some major butt. You don't flinch. That's a great. Uh, a line, Liza Minnelli of all people, I was asked about the same thing. She said, what, what does a young actor absolutely need to do more than anything? And she said, practice, practice, practice. Because there's a lot of luck involved. And most of the time that luck's going to come once. Mm -hmm. And you best be ready to jump yeah. on that. And so, yeah, that's absolutely. why I get, get trained. Be prepared. Practice. Andrea Romano, also, I just read an article that she wrote, talking about if you're not a working voice actor, you should be at home voice acting two or three hours a day yeah. mm -hmm. because you're competing against people that do it six, seven hours a day in the studio every right. day. Right. So you got to have your chops up. Yeah. So mm -hmm. practice, guys. Exactly. Well, that's all the time we have for part one, but we'll be back next week with part two. Absolutely. Keep up with us on Facebook, Twitter, and Pinterest, and make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel. We love you guys. Thanks for watching. And just remember, you, you always have, have time for a little buzz. Don't just listen to VO Buzz Weekly. Watch the show in stunning HD video at VOBuzzWeekly.com on their YouTube channel or on the app. VO Buzz Weekly is sponsored by Chuck Duran's Demos That Rock. Rock. The voiceover demo producer to the stars is now available to you. Visit DemosThatRock.com and take your voiceover career to the next level. See you next time. And remember, you always have time for a little buzz.